I'm Amelia Mosier, artist, energy healer, and health educator, and I want to connect you to the deepest part of your inner knowing, the part of you that is still wild. Welcome to the Inspired by the Wild podcast, where we discuss wisdom from the earth, cosmic influences from above, and all the raw energy in between. Join me and my co-host, astrologer and lifelong friend, Shanna, for tips, rituals, and techniques to free the part of you that wants to run wild. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello. <laughs> so despite my, despite my attempts, my um, husband who is, you know, a Gemini and incapable of speaking below a like 10 decibel level is having a nice, loud, long conversation with his mom in the living room. So if you hear that in the background, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried really hard to like make sure there wouldn't be any interruptions and, you know, like there's, just, Yeah. He, he hears and nods and then it's like, squirrel, I need to call my mom right now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. Happy Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Same to you. Well, yes. And Mercury in retrograde, um, man, it's, <laughs> I have been working on um, some technical projects <laughs> that have required my creativity to be in a different dimension than I'm comfortable in. <laughs> and so I just, I'm going to give myself a little high five that I even try and venture into this in, in this time of, time of year. But um, yes, I've, I've been struggling a little bit with this project and it's just, it kind of, as we were listening to some of these clips, um, I was laughing to myself uh, <laughs> about just, how sometimes we can get caught up in a Mercury moment and just be so frustrated and then have to step back and laugh at ourselves. And that's, you know, the medicine of the situation. But um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, (laughs) looking ahead at our plan to look back. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nicely done. Yes. Well, I'm proud of you too. I'm going to just like insert that in there that I know it really kind of stretches all of us to do things that we're not super comfortable with, but you've, you've been very diligent as I know, you know, is one of your strengths being with all of that Capricorn and Scorpio energy. (laughs) (laughs) I admire that about you. So yeah, that project that we can't mention now, but we're kind of mentioning it's going to be awesome when it comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Yes. Some foreshadowing there. I like it. Um, yeah, and I'm excited about um, just our our plan, how, you know, p- part of our looking back has inspired us to look forward. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for this episode and plans for the episodes that we have on the horizon. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. So, um, yeah. happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> hey, happy, yeah. happy, happy, happy anniversary. <laughs> yeah. I'm really proud of us. A year of podcasting. So uh, we've definitely learned a lot here, um, and we decided that we were going to each select some clips. We decided that we were going to select three each, <laughs> and, and then we ended up selecting four. <laughs> <laughs> We're not overachievers. <laughs> We're not trained overachievers at all. <laughs> no, and and funny enough, um, I was scrolling through uh, our selections, and I realized that I'll be darn. After a whole year of podcasting, Shanna and I 
have actually selected one of the same clips, one of the actual same <laughs> moments, the same footage, which is, I think, hilarious. Like, we're just so intuitive. And I guess we just have a sense of some of the moments that we really liked and that, um, you know, we wanted to uh, share with you again and maybe expand on a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I definitely had some some different things come up, too, when I was listening to some of this. So this was a fun project. And um, with that being said, <laughs> why don't we go ahead and play our first clip. The one we both chose? Yes. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. So, so here we go. <laughs> it's 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 calling us to bring these tools together but you know another part of it is that um once upon a time i dared myself and challenged myself that i need to start having these conversations we need to start normalizing intuition spirituality all of these tools that we have um and, and speak up about it because without a language we are really alienated so I don't know about you, but what I kind of loved about that bit from our very first episode was that it really gave the reasoning behind our podcasting in the first place, you know, like the reason that we're doing this, you know, potentially cringy, awkward, you know, but also really fun, I think, uh, practice of creating these podcasts. And it's, it's just so succinctly and like neatly packaged, especially with the, you know, once upon a time <laughs> portion, like the beginning of a great, you know, of a great story. Um, and yes. everything in there about the, like, you know, we need to have this language and we need to have these conversations is, is still true. I think for why we're, you know, why we record like, and why we have chosen the sorts of businesses that we are birthing and, you know, into the world. Yes. I agree. I agree. And it's, I, I mean, I think that, you know, we have mentioned this before that, you know, we, we, we didn't really, we weren't able to anticipate what kind of, um, value was able to was going to come out of this project that we decided to start together and mm -hmm. um you know we've learned a lot just mm -hmm. in hearing our own voices you know or you know over the airwaves or whatnot and then even just um you know when you're hearing when you go back i mean this is kind of just some re personal reflection here but going back you know for this project and hearing my own voice speak with conviction about you know subjects that are straight from my heart was um, very powerful because it's it strengthens um, my belief and my confidence in my voice on many levels. And just, you know, um, as I think Shannon and I have both been learning with this project kind of coinciding along with us, you know, starting these these new business projects, um, you know, we've had to we've been able to reflect and go deeper with, you know, our craft, our vision, um, just the self-reflection that because, you know, it's been required um, for creating this project. So I've been really excited to just see it all unfold. It's it's just been a really cool journey. It has. So, um, it has. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for doing it with me. This has been well, so yes. Yeah. It was Shanna's idea. I really have to give you I have to give you credit on that for sure. It was not my idea. I just um before this, I feel silly even hearing my own voice on an answering machine. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, you know, coming out of my comfort zone. And I'm I'm really proud of you for, you know, um, I would say just challenging us to that. Um yeah. and 
maybe that's a good segue um, because, you know, when we, when we decided on the subjects that we are passionate about and how we wanted to go about them, um, you know, this next clip that I selected is um, actually one that uh, it goes into a little bit um, of my background as a highly sensitive person or hyper neurosensitive. Um, and I, it, there's actually criteria um, which, you know, you can listen to this entire episode if this is a subject that fascinates you. And you can find all of these episodes on inspiredbythewild.life. Um, but this next episode or this little clip will uh, illustrate a little bit about the criteria, uh, you know, of, from uh, being a highly sensitive person in moreover than just being, you know, emotional and sensitive in that way, but um, some of the, you know, scientific background. Um, and, and so that's a little bit of the influence that is my perspective. And mm-hmm. um, so without further ado, mm-hmm. shall we play it now? Yes, <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> All right. You know, with uh, one in five people being sensitive in this way, it's likely that you know someone and this could really bring insight into your relationship with them. But mm-hmm. um, as we were saying, so there's some different criteria, but I'm just going to kind of keep it general. So it's, you know, people who are highly sensitive are considered um, having a deeper central nervous system sensitivity to physical, emotional, and social stimuli. Um, and that also has implications with sensory processing sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So um Depth of sensory processing, meaning that, um, you know, we process all stimuli just very deeply and it affects us very deeply. Um, So there's a term that they use in that world, um, they call it arousal. So, um, you know, we have having that kind of a nervous system, there's um, a very high startle uh, Mm -hmm. response. And then, um, you know, that has a high uh, release of adrenaline and um, cortisol in the highly sensitive person's brain. Right. It takes a long time for, um, you know, because it's such an exaggerated response, it does take a long recovery. That's mm-hmm. kind of one of the examples. Um, and that is because uh, one of the implications about the nervous system as it's receiving stimulus from the environment and then sending that information to the brain is, an amplification effect. Yes. So um, (laughs) I do get a little bit clinical there and I know I can talk fast. Um, If this is something that you find you have questions about, um, you know, listen to the episode, but also feel free to email me at inspiredbythewild at gmail.com. I love that. Yeah. And I think, I think you are the person who first introduced me to that term even you know, highly sensitive person. And having known you for a long time, once you started talking more about it, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Like this, I can see this for you, you know? And it is really Mm -hmm. helpful, similar to other languages of the self. Like we're learning human design and like astrology, having this further lens or this additional lens to be like, oh yeah, okay. Like lens, you know, if you're coming over, like how do we dim all of the lights so that you can <laughs> You know, like, oh, I so appreciate that, or, you know, but, but I mean, it matters to me. It's important to me because you're yeah. important to me. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who 
who are, you know, partnered with or dear friends with or are, you know, highly sensitive themselves and have always maybe have always just been told like to toughen up, you know, or suck it up or, you know, otherwise be like ignored. Um, And I think it's it's really important to have another yeah to just have some compassion and have some more of the science and I you know I do enjoy it when you get into the science it's always fun for me (laughs) thank you thank you yes well you know I'd have to say it's kind of one of those things that I feel like as more and more of us people who identify you know with that type of sensitivity um, that type of neurosensitivity I think you know one of the things that we start to really hone in on is um, lunar moon energy and the reason I say that is because you know, it, it is so close to earth and it does have such a fast pull, you know, it's, it's something that we can track with um, just a tide chart. And um, I feel like that's one of the, um, the closest um, things to reach to, if you're just starting out with astrology and kind of just imagining how that energy moves through our lives. And, um, you know, so a highly sensitive person and a lot of us, but I mean, especially if you're sensitive to this type of energy, you'll really, be aware of this moon energy. And if, you know, you've kind of felt these different, um, you know, fluctuations in your energy and you maybe haven't really paid attention to where the moon is at, this could be very insightful for you as it was for me. Um, Some of the best advice for me was um, getting a moon calendar and just seeing if some of my energy was really aligned with, with that cycle. And um, so once I, was able to embrace that. I didn't feel like I had to force my energy because I knew that the different phases were going to come back around. Sometimes I have all kinds of inspiration. Sometimes I really just have no new ideas. I think maybe I, the best I can do is like organize a junk drawer kind of thing. And so um, that's part of why I love so much of what, you know, you've been able to bring with your understanding of astrology, um, you know, and your ability to, you know, just describe it. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. And then, you know, describe it to a way that, um, you know, we're able to understand that planetary energy moving through our lives, you know, for one, but also real actions, real time action and meditation, you know, things that we can do to balance those energies to help us feel just better overall and a little bit more in control and a little bit more in flow with these energies as they move through our lives. So um, that was why I chose this next clip. Um, And uh, I have it titled as Shanna's suggestions for balancing planetary energies. Um, But um, yeah, I like this section because uh, you know, it's kind of like get into some of your, uh, what would I say? Almost like, you know, prescription, like this is like, you know, um, try this, try that. And I love how just you have so many different diverse um, suggestions based on the different elements that are at play with the energies. So, you know, we dig into that a little bit more, but um, I don't know, did you have anything else that you wanted to uh, lead into with this next clip that we're looking at? No, I mean, you're the queen of transitions. Um it, it still is a little cringy to hear my voice. I'm getting better at it after the <laughs> last year, but I, yeah. I appreciate that you, thank you for that lovely reflection. I appreciate that you chose this one. And I think I'll just save my comments on it for after. <laughs> <Everybody's> <laughs> <started>. <laughs> okay. Well then, yes, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Here we go. 
Yeah, and another kind of practice that I think goes along with this um, is one of my teachers um, basically taught us to like, you know, get into that, uh, kind of get into that alpha state, like, you know, sit down, take a couple deep breaths, close your eyes, and just like talk to whatever the organ is. So if you're having problems with your stomach, then it would just be stomach. What do you need from me? Like, what are you trying to tell me? And, you know, some people have better luck with practices like that if you try to do like automatic writing with it. But often I feel like sitting and just listening is pretty effective or even like laying down and you know like all of the relaxing um like yoga nidra practices where you really focus on the part of the body and like tune into it and just sort of feel in for any kind of message that's another you know way i would recommend you know experimenting with this information and Mm. i think even um you know, some of this stuff for, you know, journeying for like shadow work, if you're, you know, again, this, we are kind of talking to some degree about shadow work, like what is hidden in the shadow that maybe needs some revelation that needs to be revealed can often manifest as in the physical. And so tuning in and trying to figure out like, okay, is this just physical? Is it also energetic? Because we know the body stores emotions, what needs, you know, what have I been perhaps like stuffing? Or um, what did I where have I kind of released or uh, sent away part of myself because I just couldn't deal with whatever was going on at that point. And that's, you know, that can be connected to the physical, you know, expression of symptoms. So I don't know if I explained I mean, I guess I think I did a decent job of explaining it there. But what I really love about the contributions both of us make to this podcast and to pretty much I think every episode is that I love how we go beyond the sort of intellectual discussion of what is happening and how it might affect you into like real concrete, bring it to into the physical into the material practices. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, like, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to share that little clip, but I also, um, or, you know, that my part of that clip, but I also, you know, plenty of times, you know, you bring in one clip that I did that didn't make the final cut, but I wanted to was (laughs) super deep on like crystals and associations with Scorpio and, you know, things that even just like meditating on a tarot card that, you know, represents something you're having issues with in your life as being pretty profound and like pretty, you know, you can do that in 15 minutes in your room on a self-care Sunday, you know, and the mm-hmm. results could be pretty profound. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Yes. Yes. And um, so this next one is uh, unique, I would say. Um, are you ready to move forward on this next yeah. one? Yeah. Monologue? Yeah, totally. <laughs> the monologue. More, more of me. <laughs> well, hey, you know, uh, so, well, this was, this was good. I, I actually, I really, this was a unique um, episode because Shanna and I were not able to sync up our schedules. And as you may have guessed, um, Shanna is over in uh, Portland and I am over here on Oahu. We're thousands of miles away mm-hmm. from one another. And our schedules are sometimes either two hours apart or three hours apart. And sometimes we're just not able to, to sync up at the same time. So we each recorded a, a monologue instead of more of like a duet, what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're not really talking to one another 
but um, still, I really liked what we did with this. And so, um, again, it kind of builds a little bit on what I was saying about the last clip I chose, but mm -hmm. I just really like um, in this one, especially it's interesting just kind of because you're in your own space. I could tell the way your voice sounds a little bit different. Speaking of you're saying you're getting used to your voice, but I thought your voice really kind of got into this meditative quality because, you know, you and I weren't really volleying the conversation back and forth. You know, you were just like getting into this, like, you know, like what you wanted to say, flow, space. And um, so, yeah, I, I I, really, I think that, you know, whatever, wherever you decide to go with that, you know, you have this really wonderful uh, narration voice, which oh, I, yeah, that was one you reason. I liked this episode. I think maybe more like this should occasionally drop in that are like the yeah. monologue bit because I really, I got to a point where I sort of felt like it was, yeah, it felt, it, it was different. It was a fun different as like a change mm -hmm. of pace, although I certainly yeah. love our conversations, but sometimes it's fun to just be able to kind of recite, I guess. <laughs> it was a recitation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I liked it. And so, um, yeah, that being said, I chose uh, one of Shanna's segments because I think that she also, she just does a really nice job of. Um, weaving in, you know, ways that you might see this energy show up in your life and then ways that you might actually lean into the opposite direction in order to find balance. So um, that was a nice thing to keep in mind. And again, um, if you want to scroll back and look for any of these episodes specifically, you can find them all on inspiredbythewild.life. So anything else you want to say about this next one or shall we, shall we play it? Let's hit it. Okay. The full moon will be in happening in Scorpio. It is a super full moon, which just means that it's closer to the earth. So, you know, folks like us who are from places with the ocean right there might notice uh, more extreme tide differences. And hey, fishermen, if you're out there, then I hope things are going well for you and you're safe. Um, this full moon in Scorpio is well, Scorpio, right? It's the sign of death and rebirth. This is a sign that is not afraid to get to the bottom of things, to explore the like deep, inky, dark secrets, uh, shame, the fears, and its real job, I think, its real magic is that it can alchemize these things. And so, geez, I, I love that. It's almost hypnotic. I think your voice is really um, soothing. And um, so this next clip that I have here is uh, is one that you chose. It is. And oddly, it also involves a fair amount of me talking, which was weird for me to pick. <laughs> I felt like that, you know, the essential one of the essential points in here has to do with trying to bring or like choose a lighter vibration or trying to find the joy or the humor in the absurdity mm -hmm. of life. And I, mm -hmm. I like that topic. I think it's one I hope we can come back into more in this next year. Uh, mm -hmm. so I, I mean, I can say more about it after if you'd like, but, but to start with, I know it's my voice again, but I felt no, like no. I needed to talk about laughter. So. Yes. And see, I, I felt like there's so much of my voice already on the podcast. So um, I think our, vo our voices balance each other nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If I dare say. Yes. Without further ado, uh, let's hear this next clip. 
absolutely. I think the laughter is the most disarming thing. Um, yes. For, for any of those, you know, moments from, from that, the kind of innocuous, where's my thing to the, like, <laughs> kind of angry breakdown, if you can just kind of laugh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm finding it more helpful to, like, laugh at myself. I'm still learning. But when I'm in one of those ridiculous, like, angry moments or, you know, upset, if I can kind of laugh at how it is making me upset, like, how ridiculous this little thing is that just set me off, it helps Yes, I agree. I think that's some good medicine right there. And, you know, I mean, this is actually a perfect, you know, segue to circle back to, um, you know, what we were discussing before um, the mercurial little um, breakdown there in communication (laughs) technology occurred. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about um, one of the archetypes that, you know, as your life path, um, you know, we were discussing the possibility of you as the teacher you know, having the teacher archetype in your life's purpose, in my opinion, as your friend, I think is just one of the things that you really bring to the world of astrology is you are very studious and you're well-spoken as a teacher. And so this is, um, you know, part of the reason that I'm selfishly going to be enjoying all of what I'm going to learn from you, because um, let it be known that I'm, I've got a lot to learn about astrology myself and um, that's not so much my forte. In fact, um, as I've been learning astrology just more organically, I have not taken any classes like Shanna, but um, it helps me to organize uh, the system by elements. And um, so that's... But see, that's the just... other end, you're much more, you know, in like well-versed with elements in terms of ayurveda and i think haven't you also done a little bit of kind of like absorbing of traditional chinese medicine and you've gone more into the energetic healing realm which i'm looking forward to learning more about from you so one of the things that i think is important to point out about our friendship and about why i think i hope and i think this podcast is useful is that we both bring really different but complementary skills and so i feel like both of us are very much about learning all the time so yes (laughs) you know like we're both you know we can both see like life as a series of lessons so yeah I I still feel this way um even though we recorded that a while back I still feel like it's essential to have a sense of humor as much as possible I mean I realize that there are going to be situations that are just so so negative that you know you can't immediately pull yourself out and find the humor in it i I get that but the closer you can kind of inch toward that i think is that's a that's a worthy goal that we you know i think could all benefit from having and i i know that i have i have benefited from just finding a way to laugh at how ridiculous it can all Mm -hmm. be and then you know and then i love the like discussion with you at the end talking about learning and I mean I'm, you know more about astrology I think than you think you do <laughs> but you you know you talk about elements and you do have a really great understanding and like intuitive knowing of the elements that again you know if you go back to our previous episodes there's a lot of talk about that because it is a really accessible way to get into this stuff you know you don't have to know all that you don't have to know the 12 houses you don't have to know the 12 signs you don't have to know the planets but if you can just even get that sense of like use of air and water and fire and earth to ground you know to balance to transmute um to energize then you know these are these are great things i i find like i find them to be really 
soul and life affirming. Cause I think we're here to do more than just like go to work and pay taxes. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I sure hope so. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I like, I think that, you know, when was just from scrolling back a little when we were saying, you know, monologue versus duet, I think it's been really uh, just part of the, this neat unfolding that we've each been able to bring a unique perspective onto each subject that we've covered. And um, this next clip that you selected of me nerding out on essential oils. (laughs) Um, Oh, I was flattered that you chose that one because uh, there it is, you know, just kind of me going into health educator voice mode. Um, And uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to kind of just reflect on, on that sound a little bit, but I was also flattered that, you know, that you appreciated just some of what I appreciate about essential oils. Cause um, I think that they get, you know, taken for being, you know, just not very effective because, you know, when they, when we, we say that they're gentle, people think maybe that means not effective. Mm-hmm. And um, I found them to be gentle and powerful at the same time. Yeah. And, um, you know, so there is, there's some really neat uh, science that just kind of lends uh, to some of what I've learned in my past experience as a health educator. So, um, yeah, I, I want to say thank you for choosing that clip. <laughs> and, and do you have any, um, anything else you want to add about why you chose it? Well, let's let them hear it. And then I will, okay. yeah, let's play it for the people. And then I'll, I'll add my little bookend. Okay, here we go. And now I'm going to just kind of nerd out a little bit on the science, <laughs> but when I really started getting into essential oils, uh, I was, I learned that they actually penetrate the cell membrane and that doesn't necessarily jump out at you perhaps, but it did for me because in my past life as a health educator, um, I remember hearing about how caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine in particular, those three can be particularly damaging to the cells because of their ability to just cross over a cell membrane. Now, normally the cell membrane is, you know, semi-permeable. It has pores. It's like the skin of each cell that mm-hmm. is designed keep out bad things and um, take in good things sort of by the size of the pores. And so if a particular um, chemical or substance can just like bombard a cell with, you know, and just bypass that whole system of regulation, it can cause a lot of damage as you can imagine. And yeah. so to find out that those, um, you know, oils can actually penetrate a cell membrane can also apply in that Um, To go even deeper, uh, there's certain medications that we know are bacteria-based, you know, such as uh, penicillin. Mm -hmm. And something like that, you know, when they say, well, if it's a virus and it's not going to be able to penetrate the cell membrane, it's not going to get inside the cell to do any good work. So we're saying, well, this this is not going to be able to work with a virus. It's just going to have to run its course. But when you can deliver plant medicine inside a cell, um, you know, that's, that's when you can really start bringing the healing deeper into the tissue, you know, so for example, that's why we would use, um, alcohol as a base for plant medicine in a tincture fashion is because it can, you know, the alcohol can help the delivery process. But anyways, that's a little bit of, you know, the science of partly why the using essential oils can be so effective. And also, you know, for, 
you know, if you're a highly sensitive person, um, or if you are, you know, like Shanna's husband was at a place where he was just too, and I remember that he was just too harsh out. He like, we, he couldn't even hold down water. His whole guts were just very inflamed. And so something topical mm-hmm. was, you know, really nice option. And of course, to toot my own horn, I always have essential oils in my purse. <laughs> yes, you travel you know. with an apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the best things that's happened to me as a highly sensitive person, because, you know, we'll constantly have, we'll just be really sensitive and aware of any little thing, you know, that's going on. And, um, you know, with our bodies, we can also be prone to, because of the way how we um, metabolize or our systems can amplify certain um, stimulus, we can be prone to just kind of having these kind of almost like a, a constant, like this, I would describe this for myself here, and i got to be careful because I do have Chiron, the wounded healer in my chart, but um, there's, we can have, we can be more prone to, to all these little ailments, little like skin conditions, or just maybe a little imbalance in your gut flora, just always um, kind of something that, you know, we're reacting to in the world or in our emotions or, you know, fill in the blank. And so having essential oils just as readily available, very gentle, very effective, that's always, there's just an oil for everything. <laughs> you know, the oil people say there's oil for that hashtag, but yeah. Um, and it's just for me, you know, I carry around something for if I'm going to have achy muscles, if I'm going to have anxiety, if, you know, uh, stomach stuff. Um, and then I, I just, it's just, I'm that much more confident, um, being out in the world because I know that my system is going to be exposed to too much. That is the nature of this, this life, you know, for a highly sensitive person, um, and so you, it's just, you have to be prepared. So I, th- I said it before, but I'm just going to echo that. I really, I enjoy, I really enjoy hearing you get excited about science because you do <laughs> get excited about it. And then the yeah. path comes out in your voice and it makes it even more magnetic, the information. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly found that was true in my teaching life. If I was excited about something, even if none of the kids were really to begin with were really excited if I was genuinely excited usually I could get most everybody to give it a shot at least you know like and sometimes kids who were like would even tell me I never thought it could be that that's cool you know like they were they'd encountered something cool at school um and that was that was fun and I think that you know you do that very well and I know in one of the other clips, you know, you had given me that lovely compliment about like having the teacher archetype, but I think we, we both have that. And in that clip, it comes out. And so that was, that was part of it. And then also, you know, part of it is that this isn't just, we don't only talk about astrology as much as we come to it. Cause I think it is a, you know, important and helpful cosmic language. It's not the only language that we speak and you're certainly the essential oil master. (laughs) So I'm happy that, you know, that that's a clip and I hope that there's more of that to come too this year that we hear, you know, we'll be talking about everything of course, but I, you know, I like when we can bring in the other modalities that we both use and that, you know, we both find to have made big differences. As do I. Yes. I'm glad you bring that up because, um, 
you know, we really opened with a lot of astrology, but, um, you know, as we, we've really kind of found ourselves circling around with a lot is that, you know, it's, it's about energy, really, a lot of this comes down to energy. And so, you know, we've, we've found ourselves um, able to relate that to so many of the other things that we're passionate about. And that's just one thing that I've really loved about, um, you know, doing this project, you know, being able to uh, discuss, you know, for example, a comparison between, you know, the way plant energy feels and is and moves and acts and grows versus crystal energy, mm. you know, on a really different pace, but also just a different, um, you know, life cycle, I guess, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So um, I've enjoyed that we've been able to have the freedom, um, you know, to kind of move around with what's happening on the astrological horizon, because I think both of us have, you know, we're human beings, we, we will reach for the moon calendar and, um, you know, look to that insight and that guidance, you know, as much as possible, but we both, <laughs> you know, we don't have like this, like mathematical, certainly I don't, maybe Shanna does at this point. She's <laughs> way more <laughs> uh, <clears throat> accomplished in that vein of things. But um, I think both of us lose track sometimes of where the moon calendar is at. And, you know, we're just humans. We don't shining and insight, um, you know, and guiding our every step. And then sometimes, you know, it's like, you're looking back at, Oh, hindsight is 2020. My goodness, no wonder. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's, there are so many other, you know, there's always so many other forces at play. And um, a lot of these other elements that we've gotten to discuss are tools for balancing out some of these energies that are coming from, you know, the cosmos. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I digress, but we still have so many subjects that we want to cover. And yeah. of course, we always have the open invitation that, you know, if you hear something that is intriguing to you and you'd like to discuss more, or if you would like to speak on the subject, please go ahead and email, uh, email me at inspiredbythewild at gmail.com. And yeah. um, we, we would love to work clip. with you. Yes, one yeah. more, and um, we're saving this fun one for last. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a fun one. I like this one. <laughs> I like this one too. I yeah, it's a. I'm telling a story, a fairly long story, but it it's an important one for this podcast, I think. And I think after they hear it, they'll maybe have a sense of why. <laughs> yeah, and I I mean it's a it's a nice uh, thing to close on. You know, there's uh, some some good serious like meaty stuff in here, and there's also some really fun lighthearted giggly stuff. You know, it's nice. yeah. So. Without any further ado, I've said that a couple times in this podcast, but uh, <laughs> how many different ways can you split that one? All right, let's hear the clip. My observation was with the little kids, um, you know, I always feel a little bit bad when there's something that's affecting their little tiny bodies that they don't understand, <laughs> you know, they're too small to understand something that they're, you know, experiencing and um, so their behavior gets wacky. But, um, you know, having some perspective about like, well, this is, pro this is likely affecting them. Mm -hmm. Um, it just is, it's, it gives me so much more patience. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really yeah. good. I had, um, speaking of behavior, although this is a little different, um, I had an interaction with somebody in the last couple of weeks, um, 
where I can't remember how it came up, but like somebody, and I don't, don't think it was me actually, but somebody, you know, mentioned like astrology just sort of in passing. Oh, uh-huh. This, um, this guy who I just met, you know, like, um, friendly enough, like Shane's there sitting quietly. Like this guy says something very much like, oh, I don't, I don't really buy into all that. And I was like, oh, like, well, well, why? Like, because I happen to be an astrologer. So obviously I feel differently, you know? (laughs) Um, and the whole time that we were having this discussion, and like honestly, realistically, in hindsight, I could have just ended like there was no reason to have the conversation. But I, you know, like I said to him, I so rarely, like we all kind of live in our own little echo chambers, right? And I, and so I rarely come into contact or like to have kind of a have a debate with somebody, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that like the debate energy is not for everyone, but I do think. You know, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be heightened, emotionally heightened at all. It can just be like a curious, like, well, this is why I think what I, like, why, why do you think that? Right. Like, notice that, like, the longer the conversation went on, the more aggravated he got. And the more I was like, okay, I, I can see now that we aren't going to, I, maybe, maybe now is a good time to end the conversation, you know, because I just, yeah. He seems like a nice enough guy. I didn't want, you know, someone to be out there being like, wow, what a, what a crazy bitch, you know? So I was like, okay, well, anyway, cool. Um, nice to meet you. And, like, we, you know, we met them at a restaurant. So it was like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to bye. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you again. Maybe not. Um, since, you know, he works there and we go there fairly frequently, I will see him again. I already have seen him since. And, you know, it was fine. But, like, that whole discussion of like people's behavior and who knows you know having said that that I would describe myself as an astrologer I actually have no freaking idea what was going on in the sky that night other than was in Scorpio I don't know where the moon was maybe it was in Leo and that's why I just everybody got fired up but um it just struck me as so funny that like it's a fit it's a it's a concept he just doesn't believe in um and I, I think I made some pithy comment about, like, well, think of it more like a language. Maybe it's not so much that you don't believe in the languages, you don't speak it. And that just, like, oh, okay. like, <laughs> you got very upset about that. Um, I still, I do think that, but whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't, maybe it wasn't helpful to say, but I, I sort of hoped that it would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can encounter people who just... You know, the, those are not the people who are going to listen to our podcast, but um, there are those people. So I do think it's interesting to run into them. I don't, honestly, I don't know what the answer is. Like, I guess every situation is going to be unique, but um, it does make that, you know, we're talking about how there's a lot of value in paying attention to sort of natural cycles. And I, I would think that anybody would agree with that, but that's probably not the case there are probably plenty of people for whom that is just like way too far out and you know doesn't match up with you know 45 shotgun on the wall or whatever you know um I don't know uh yeah I mean it's and and because I've I've certainly had you know that same experience that you just described and um had similar feelings and and you know I think you know one of my favorite um 
little snaps is, oh, so you don't believe in astrology? You probably don't believe in other dumb things like gravity, you know, the moon <laughs> controlling the tides. Cheesy stuff, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, because that's what I believe this is based on. This is, it's, it's, I don't, I don't, I think it's just silly that we could accept, science accepts that the moon's pull, gravitational pull on the planet moves the water significantly. That is acceptable, but none of the other planets have any other pull at all on anything. Yeah. And we are just so in, in not name. Of the earth. In, yes. You know, not in name. Maybe so. We are um, <laughs> immune. <laughs> impervious, you know, to to these types of things cuz but and and see I feel like it's deeply maybe we are up against the the core the heart of this paradigm is that you know do we do you believe that you are part nature or are we not connected to nature are we not part of it are we not it is it not uh, well so i'm sure that the person that i spoke to doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> Uh, maybe he would he would recognize himself um and you know as an epilogue like I encountered him a few times after that and he you know we were cool at but it was it we definitely never spoke about astrology again (laughs) yes I understand well and I mean I guess you know I I liked when you the way the I like the way you put it how you're saying you know and maybe it's not that you don't understand it it's a language that you don't speak um and I think you know it's like if if that's not the language you're going to be able to communicate in then you know that that's okay that is um yeah yeah but I mean you 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 know we will encounter those people and I think that's fine um I still get baffled by how deeply and uh, like crushingly we can cling to our opinions and to this idea that like we're right and so any challenge to what we believe we meet with hostility yeah Um, you know I mean certainly I'm trying to not do that in my everyday life but I know that it happens sometimes like you know I try to be as conscious in in every moment as I can be but I'm you know you've said a few times and it's true I'm I'm a human like I'm still learning how to do this thing so um Mm -hmm. you know we all have those moments but I do think that Hopefully, if you listen to this podcast, you're the kind of person who also is working on all those elements and all of those facets to experience in life as a human. And, you know, hopefully if you began listening, being just curious because, you know, one of us from back in the day or whatever, if you were like, I don't believe in astrology, that's, you know, fooey or whatever, um, or some other quaint, <laughs> like, what are some of the other quaint little sayings for that? But whatever. Um you know, that you are at least, you've at least challenged yourself to be open to hearing alternate impressions and alternate ways of experiencing and seeing the world. If you're mm-hmm. listening far, you probably have. And I think that's always a good thing. You know, like we're not here to convert anybody by any means, if even conversion <laughs> is the right ver- ver- verb to use for that, because, you know, we're just trying to teach you a little bit of language. And if you don't like it, then obviously you're not going to be listening for long, (laughs) but there's no, I just feel like there's no need to get so huffy about things that you don't understand or that you don't agree with. And that's just my soapbox. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've, I've certainly seen that as well. 
And, um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, I can, I can really get like sensitive to that kind of fluster of energy. I kind of feel like same as you, it's, it's unnecessary, but I'm also just intrigued with, um, you know, how the more that we're able to just view the light through quantum mechanics, view every view, the view, well, really our world and ourselves through quantum mechanics. I think that it just starts to bring more and more together and um illuminate yeah and i think it's true what i've you know multiple people have said that like physics is just as it advances it's basically just proving more and more like thousand or several thousand year old theories on the more on the occult or spiritual side like it just you know like science is slowly coming back around to meet with the mystical i think it's just yeah kind of fun to watch yeah yeah and it's i mean and so you know that's part of why we're able to you know, draw from that here in this podcast. And that, you know, again, just to reiterate that, um, you know, metaphor, just on the same subject, it's, it's really, metaphor is dependent upon this, you know, reality that the world is run by these same patterns. And so, you know, these same patterns that quantum mechanics are talking about, you know, these same sets of archetypes, this is the reason why we're able to make metaphors. And so that's one thing I've really loved to be able to um, discuss, you know, that, that interplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I guess, you know, I really like how we decided to conclude with this podcast, I guess, if there's, you know, with nothing else that you particularly wanted to expand on, um, you know, Shannon, and I talked about how we've hoped that this past year of subject material has, um, helped illustrate how astrology is more than just a daily horoscope in the newspaper. Yeah. Um, you know, that it's, and that you are more than your sun sign mm-hmm. and, um, and that this is really about energy, planetary energy that, um, you know, moves through our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what, this is what we have been, you know, trying to discuss. Um, yeah. So yeah. we're more yeah. than, just, we're more than just passive too, that we, you know, we are like agents of change and we have, Maybe I'm borrowing a phrase that doesn't belong in this discussion, but I, but you know, like yeah. we are, we certainly have agency in terms of what energies we choose to work with and how we choose to like explore our potential as energetic beings. Cause I think that's something else we kind of talked about. Like really, if we had to boil all of these discussions down into, you know, one sentence, or at least one of those sentences would be that everything is energy. So that, you know, yes. Yeah. I think we, yes. think. what do you think? Yes. You know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I'm really excited for this discussion and I, I'm really excited that, um, you know, for closing out our past year of podcasting and just, you know, revving up for the next year of material and beyond. Um, I'm really excited for this next subject that we're going to dive into, you know, because like you're saying, everything is energy and we are excited to, um, to show you. so until then stay wild stay wild thanks for listening to the inspired by the wild podcast today if you enjoyed this episode please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and if we said something that was of particular interest or very helpful leave us a review your engagement really helps other people find this information and we very much appreciate the support 
Remember to submit your questions to inspiredbythewild at gmail.com and use podcast20 for 20% off your next purchase online at inspiredbythewild.life. Thank you.